recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the hoon capital of the world, this is Talkin' Power. Gap is what happens uh, when you hold it to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh, in the South, we refer to it as the Gap Band. My God, this is going to be an absolutely barnstorming finish. Treat these tracks just for the fuel cars. Hell, Ray Charles could drive one of them damn things in his current state. Just listen to 351 work. Green is mine. Nine consecutive top two finishes. What's it mean to tie Jack and Green's mark? Just imagine if all those seconds were wins. Torque and Power. Your motorsport and motoring podcast. Welcome everyone out there in the World Wide Web. This is episode four of the Talk and Power podcast. And I'm with our co-host, Simon Gonzo-Travellini, and I'm Nick DeCembri. How are you, Simon? Good, mate. How was, uh, how was the last fortnight? It's been awesome. Awesome you fortnight. got down to the V8? Yeah, yeah, I was down there. Oh, I love it. I love it. I was there the, the whole weekend. I took my youngest one. We loved it. Yeah, I heard the trucks were a lot of fun. Oh, they're okay. Yeah, strangely entertaining, as I said to you. Mate, all I heard was people talking about the trucks. You know, before we get into the motorsports, what are you, uh, what are your views on this Mark McGowan, uh, uh, well, I'm trying to think of what, uh, it's not a witch hunt, I don't see it as being a witch hunt, but where where is uh, this investigation? I guess that I, I don't know if they have they called the Royal Commission yet. Is no, it not be? yet. You, you're talking about the um, where the money went. <laughs> Nick, I just want to say something, right? My brother, my brother and I have done some rough calculations, and we can't figure it out. But we figure that it, it, at least most of the money might be in Elizabeth Key, mm. and and the, the way we think that Barnett spent all that money, right, is that. All the landfill at Elizabeth Key is actually $100 bills. <laughs> so, so I can't... I mean, we're talking, how much is the state deficit now? Oh, it grows every day. I, don't, I have no idea off the top of my head. It's, um, it's in the billions of dollars yeah, yeah. during the most profitable period for this state with the iron ore boom. Yeah, you know, what did Barnett do with the money? It's a good question, actually. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think there needs to be some sort of uh, investigation to look at it because when it's all said and done, we've got a massive debt and a massive problem. I, I think it needs to be a criminal investigation. That's the problem I have because I don't believe in raw commissions because mm. at the end of them, they go, oh, well, it was all his fault and then nothing happens. Yep. I think this needs to be a criminal investigation. Now, for those of you outside of Australia and, and for those of you that, that don't believe that this is how the political system works uh, my 20 year old niece explained it to me quite simply she's studying politics yep. and uh, she has a very realistic way of looking at it uh, if you're a big business you approach the political party and you donate money to them for their campaign and they write legislation for you mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. that you can profit that's how it works which it doesn't really seem that that's how it should work because I guess that the elected representatives, as the name suggests, representative, mm. is supposed to be representing us, the voter, yep. and, and uh, you know we're supposed to get things through that are better for the community, mm. not 
better for the profit of large yeah. corporations. Yeah. So I, I hope that because um, I, I I tell you what I've sort of changed my view of McGowan a little bit after all the shark stuff. Mm. I was you know a, a bit concerned that this guy's you know not really with what the general public wants, but yeah. but I hope it's going to be a criminal investigation. I, I doubt whether will be. I doubt it. Well, they they pursued Barnett today. The media pursued him, and he said, "Can mm. you please leave me alone?" So, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, he's a big sook. So yeah. any uh, of our listeners that are not from Australia, I strongly suggest that uh, you look up uh, 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 Mike Nahan. Mm-hmm. Is that how yep. you pronounce it? Yep. Uh, N-A-H-A-N? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the spelling for it. Mike Nahan. He is the leader of the Liberal Party, the party that just got booted out. Landslide election, landslide win for Labor. Mark McGowan is the... Premier. Premier is like governor. It's That's the Australian correct. version of governor. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, Mike Nahan used to be the treasurer. So you could say that he's the guy that's pretty much responsible for all this missing billions of dollars. He looks like Ned Flanders. Like, <laughs> uh, seriously, looks like Ned Flanders. I, I, he must have, there's no way in the world this is, he must have actually said, you know what, I'm going to stylize myself after Ned Flanders. The photos on the internet don't really do him justice when you meet him like I've met him face to face he wears these stupid glasses and he looks like a complete moron and when he talks I don't know where he's from is he American yeah yeah he's he from American. North America yep you guys must have kicked him out because <laughs> there's no way in the world most of there yeah, that's a good photo the, the one on the liberal party uh the, the one on the liberal party website yeah that gives him that real Ned Flanders look and when he speaks, he sounds like Ned Flanders. He, he does, is, yeah. He yeah. is Ned Flanders. <laughs> he is, anyway. Anyway, we should probably talk about motorsports. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should. That's what we're, uh, we're about, aren't we? I guess, I guess we are. <laughs> hey, what did you think of the Formula One? Uh, it, it was really good race, actually. I thought um, I was really impressed with, uh, with the Ferraris. I know that, that didn't win in the end, but uh, I thought their speed was pretty good and they were able to take it up to to um to the Mercedes. The, the one problem I do have now is that this sport is starting to look like a, a four-horse four race. We got There was four cars, two of them went out, uh, Raikkonen and um, Bottas, and those two cars won. Third place was Daniel. He was 75 seconds behind them. And the rest of them were a lap down from there on. So I don't know. I think I think some tracks highlight the speed of the Mercedes and and the Ferraris, and I think that was one of them. I think um, it, it, the problem is the uh, the way they limit how quick, and we've discussed this a million times. Mm. The way they limit how you can make changes, when you can make changes, and you get penalised on changes, yeah. and so on and so forth. So if you've got a car that's way out of whack. And I'll tell you what, I think Honda's come a long way. Yeah. yeah. With all these limitations, they've managed to get something that's, you know... Yeah. At least to finish the race. That actually finished the race, didn't it? Yeah, if he hadn't gone off, he might have even done even better. Um, qualified in seventh spot. That was really kept the uh, the, the Spanish uh, fans happy. Let, let's listen to Fernando after he, after they interviewed him, after he qualified seventh. You know they they work so much. They they change so many power units in in these first races that you know to be now P7 to feel tomorrow's 
on the grid, you know, around the, the cars that we should be fighting for, uh, the top positions, I think, will be a nice uh, boost for, for all the guys. And you must be really happy for your fans. I mean, you've got a great reaction. From, can you give these guys a bit of a wave? <laughs> they were shine. See, once again, Nick, uh, you know, it's not about the engine. It's about all the stuff bolted onto the engine, which yeah, is great. where, you know, I, I, don't, I don't agree with it. But I think, um, you know, Ferrari versus Mercedes, to me, once again, this was uh, pit strategy. Yeah. And, and uh, a Ferrari made the wrong call on this mm. one because when Vettel came back out, he was in traffic. Yeah. You know, so he couldn't make the mo the best use of those yeah. tyres. Yeah. Anyway, look, it's it's um it's a a good thing for the sport because uh one of the uh things that I, I got out of it was after the race, uh Lewis made a made a comment regarding um the fact that he's no longer uh racing his teammate. He's actually yeah. got someone to race against. And it's made tension within the, the uh, team. You know, it's, it's resolved a lot of the, the tension that they had because it was like the two cars were competing for the yeah. win rather than Mercedes competing against someone mm. else and then working together. Yeah. And, um, you, know, what I, you know, the other th there was some cool incidents in this race. I mean, the crash at the beginning in the first lap, yeah. you know, that sucked. But um, there was two... John Zapier-esque driving yeah, it was, incidents. wasn't it? John Zapier. I didn't think of that, but yeah, there Called was. the park. <laughs> you remember the famous driving on the I grass? Do. I do. He was racing Brenda McSweeney. Brenda McSweeney, yeah, yeah 1995. So, so, yeah, look that one up. Yeah. Um, so there was the uh, 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 magnuson Sainz incident. Yeah. yeah. And, and I believe that uh, uh, the overtaking manoeuvre between Lewis and uh, Vettel yeah, well, Vettel probably, arguably, probably pushed him wide. But, look, I mean, that's racing. That's racing. And if Lewis, you know, it's this sport has become so predictable that I can predict when Lewis is going to come over the radio. When, you know, he pushed him a little bit wide, but he had right to do that. He put his elbows out, I reckon, Vettel. Sure enough, bang, you see Hamilton come up on the bottom of the screen and he's all over the radio saying, oh, he's pushed me wide, that's dangerous, you know. you sh <laughs> Magnuson was the best. <laughs> and I quote, "He's crazy. He just went on the grass." <laughs> well, I think his 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 pit crew was even more wound up about the incident. Uh, old Carlos's, uh, uh, well, no, Magnuson. Sorry, his pit crew was a bit wound up about the whole incident as well. Uh, it was funnily enough, he was telling the Magnuson to calm down, but it was probably the crew chief that was getting the wound up the most about it all. <laughs> It was good anyway. It's, you know what? It was some good old-fashioned racing. It was, yeah. And that's what this sport has been missing for the last few years. But we've had a couple of races now um, where we've had you know elbow-to-elbow -elbow racing, and it's good to see. I'm really excited. So the V8s were at uh, Barbagallo. Yeah, yep, yep. Spent the weekend down there. It was a good result when it was all said and done. But, um, you know... It, 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 Tyres at Barbagallo have always been an issue, not not exploding, just the abrasive nature of the track. Um, it, it causes some issues, obviously. Um, so with tyre wear and whatnot, so strategy, pit stop strategy always comes to play. The one comment I'd make about the whole race, and unfortunately I don't want to be, it, it's it's a product of the track. The, the racing has become a bit of a Congo line at Barbagallo. Even the 83 lap race on the Sunday, even with 83 laps, it wasn't there wasn't many passing moves i 
I saw one at my I was on the first corner and I saw about probably the whole weekend probably three passing moves in the V8 supercar category so I don't want to beat on the category I don't want to beat on the track it's the best we've got to offer in Western Australia I don't expect the government to put their hand in their pocket and build us a new track or a new circuit it's it's what we've got but the the product of that is it's starting to get a little bit long in the tooth and a bit boring the racing Nick, uh, I don't know if you were uh, privy to this, but there was a bit of a Facebook discussion I was involved with with a, a few people regarding the uh, the trucks. Yep. And uh, what I got out of it, and uh, you know, you know how I feel about the trucks. Yep. Yep. Um, but I genuinely went into the discussion with open eyes mm. and open ears. Yep. And uh, tried to gauge why people was so fascinated by them. Mm. And what I got out of it was that I think the V8s are boring. Yeah. Like, ridiculously boring. So boring, in fact, that many of the people that went, uh, as soon as the trucks stopped racing, they went in the pits. <laughs> and they wanted to talk to the, the truck guys and find out more about the trucks. So, do the V8s have a problem? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Because yeah. that's kind of like, I, I mean... I can relate to this. Like after I, I heard the guys, you know, expressing their, uh, uh, you know, I guess, anger at at, at uh, the uh, the state of the V8s and the fact that the trucks were way more fun to watch, mm. and, you know, uh, just a better show. It reminded me of uh, back when I was in high school, when uh, Emiliano and Jason and I went to an Angels concert. Oh yeah. Yeah, to see Cheap Trick. Okay. which was the support band, yep. and then we left before the Angels started. <laughs> so I think a lot of the people that went to the V8s yeah. uh, kind of did the same thing. So Look, I was there. I personally saw that happen. Okay, I saw people getting up, leaving, going into the pits once the trucks had finished. Not only the trucks, the GTs as well. Well, what, that was also... Um, yeah, they did. Dis they talked about the GTs, mm. but you know what? This is what I couldn't believe, Nick. I swear to you, I asked them who won, who won the V8s. Yeah. Not one person that I spoke to could tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, it was. I mean, I I, I go there for the V8s, but I can see the lack of attraction and the passing, the the racing, the the racing's all done in pit lane. It isn't done in pit lane, and it's done. You know, there was a bit of an undercut on the Saturday, um, which we'll talk about soon. And that threw in a little bit of a, a spanner for Fabian. Um, but outside of that, there wasn't much racing to be had. And, you know, Red Bull held on to their tyres as long as possible, kept the green set in the bag for the last race on the Sunday, with on the last pit stop. It The damage was done by then. Those, the Penske, Scott McLaughlin and Chaz, they were out on Jamie. They were way, way out on him. And you know, a green, green, green set of tyres was never going to get him back to the back to the fore. And the Penske cars and Chaz in the PRA, they only had two sets of green tyres, put them on the left side of the car. They were sweet. They yeah. Never headed. Never headed. So, so what was the incident that... Uh so basically, I haven't really taken much note of this in the past years, but with the with the qualifying, we were having a number of cars slowing down substantially down the back straight to give themselves space to go on their hot lap. The problem with that was there was already cars on their hot lap 
coming down the straight. So the difference of speed was enormous. Oh. In, in so much so, this is what happened to Dale Wood and David Reynolds in the same team, mind you. Let's have a listen. Yeah, just watch Dale possibly coming through on a flyer. Yeah, sorry, I've, I've knocked him over. Somebody off the road in a weird spot here. That'll be the same thing as we saw yesterday. So you can hear there that, that uh, basically David Reynolds is upset uh, Dale by, by he's slowed right down and he's warming his tyres up. Dale's had to take evasive action, go on the dirt, and has basically wrecked his 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 qualifying. Yeah, lap. that's incredible. The yeah. same team, yeah, unbelievable. And Simona did exactly the same thing. In actual fact, hers was a lot worse. And I'm sorry, I'm not having a go at Simona. I think she's a lovely girl, but she slowed down substantially. And Shane Van Gisbergen was coming over that hill at a great rate of knots. Um, and yeah, luckily missed luck. He missed Simona and a whole lot of other cars and had to go through the dirt, managed to gather it up and didn't hit the wall, luckily. Well, you know, he might have been lucky, but over in the NASCAR, mm, fortunately, not... Joey Logano wasn't... Uh, uh... No, no, Joey, well, Eric Amarola, he's actually been released from hospital, so it's all it's all looking good there. Um, but that was a, a massive... I mean, that was a tyre failure as well from the, from the look of that. Um, he's Joey's had a tyre failure, cars pitched... Um, left, tagged Danica into the wall, and Eric's just come along. He's actually slid in their oil. If you look at his car, he's has arrived. Let's just have a listen here as to the, uh, the on the commentary on board. Getting crowded up there at the front right now with the 42. Oh, trouble! Big, big, big crash. Danica Patrick and Joey Logano. Oh man! Eric Holy smoly! Heavy, heavy damage there, on Danica. Yeah, I'm okay. Just uh, saying prayers for Eric right now. It's uh, a lot of us took a hard hit, and um, I had something broke in my car. I don't, I don't know what it was. It, I noticed it as I was going in and tried to back off, but you're going 215, and it's hard to, hard to check up. And the car just uh, took a big step sideways into the corner and uh, hooked Danica. And I haven't seen a replay. Yet. I don't know what happened, but uh, I guess here it is now. But Nick, I've got to say, there seems to be a pattern of these incidents with female drivers involved. Is Ooh, that... Well, you said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just just stating the obvious. No, th- no Danica was completely blameless in that. Yeah, I know. I know. Blameless. I know. Nah. So, look, I mean, yeah, that was that was quite scary, actually. That When it makes the news on TV here, you always, I always I was thinking, yeah, that, that must have been pretty bad. It's made the... the the main mainstream news over here in Australia it's, it's got to be pretty bad I, I was a bit surprised that the uh, cash days didn't make the news after the <laughs> the big arrest there openly we don't support uh, street racing I mean cash days for the, for our listeners that don't know cash days is an underground uh, event uh, where 32 or 16 cars are gathered this was in the United States Invitation only. Invitation only, yep. Now, a number... I I might be a bit coy here, and I don't think I might... I I don't think we should mention any names, should we? Or we we should be right, you reckon, to mention names? 
I guess so. I don't. <laughs> you can you can no Google one's sue us. <laughs> you can go you can Google this. Anyway, there were some street outlaws, a number of street outlaws, uh, guys on street outlaws that were present. Not only from the Oklahoma uh, oh, series, allegedly present, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly present. present, but we also, weren't there. No, so we, we can't say there. for sure that they were there. Anyway, um, Discovery weren't invited along, but 1320 Video were. And the guy, Kyle, his name is, um, he, he's gone along and filmed it. So unfortunately, they've it's been over two nights. And clearly, when you have 32 cars, you get down to 16, you get down to 8, so on and so forth. Real drag racing, not three-round format, chunder 400 real, racing. Real drag racing, $500 buy-in, so the pot's 16 grand by, uh, at the end of the day. So they got to the final, and so we're going to say names. I guess we say names. No, you're probably better off calling it by the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll call it. What did? Yeah, Bird Boys and Black Bird Vega. Yeah. So Street Outlaws New Orleans and Street Outlaws Oklahoma. So they've made it to the final. So they've lined their cars up for the final. So for those of you that don't know, that was a. Uh Nitrous big block versus Procharge small block. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So the race prior to that, Daddy Dave has had an engine let go, and he's oiled down where they were hoping to race. So they've had to go on the other side of the road and race the other way down the street into oncoming traffic. So as you do, yeah. So <laughs> I think this was about four thirty a.m. in the morning. They've closed the road, as they do, illegally, close the road. Um, just, just you know, for those of you that don't or do follow Street Outlaws, most of their stuff is, you know, glammed up Discovery Channel for the, for the TV. Regardless of what they claim, the roads are blocked. They have lighting towers. Yeah, you, don't, you don't go to street yeah. races and have lighting towers. You know, no one rings up Coats Hire and gets lighting towers. Yeah, we're gonna no. we're gonna block Vale Street. And <laughs> it doesn't work like that in the in the real world. Um, this is the real thing. You yeah. know. So sorry, carry on, Nick. Carry on. So they've they've the two of them have lined up. They're going down the other the other opposite way down. That the traffic would normally go. Um, they've closed the end of the street. Now, unbeknownst to them, just as they're staging their cars, they've no, police have turned up at the other end of the track. Now, the flagger at the other end of the track at the at the big end, he's noticed, so he's turned his flashlight on to say abort race. The message didn't get through to the starter, and just as the cars are leaving, you see a guy on the side try to jump in in front of the cars, but anyway, the cars get away. Um, yeah, he actually did try to yeah, jump in front yeah, of the car. Literally, literally, yeah. So this has created a bit of controversy because, uh, you know, the deal is if the race uh, doesn't get clearly won at, or the race doesn't get completed, they split the prize money. Uh, and as it turns out, one of the cars got on the brakes early, turned right, and uh, somehow, miraculously, uh, avoided being arrested. Uh, the other one got arrested, impounded, etc., 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 and I believe spent the night in jail. Yeah. Um, and he was arguably the winner if if that was a run. But uh, I I think in my book he was the winner as well. Um, 
because he's he's completed the race but look they they're deeming that the race wasn't complete because they turned the light on before the starter the race was aborted oh, look i mean I, I i you could argue both ways i guess but you know what i got out of it there's a, a video i think you're gonna you're gonna post the link to the video yeah well let, let's just have a listen to let's just have a listen here to some of the the um the footage here we'll just have a listen here here we go biggest pot in cash days history on the screen 15 and a half grand this is the final it's too bad to have hope it all goes down they stay straight make a good race but this is not what we want at all. Right in front of them, this could be... It went directly into some fucking cops. Holy, there's like four or five cops down there. I knew it was taking way too long to get the dit off. What's going on, man? Hold your win? Yeah? All right, man, do me a favor. Just hang out here at the front of your car for me. Assuming you have a trailer and everything else, correct? Yeah. Are they all down there? Okay, let's get towed. Let's take the front cap off. Turn the nitrous off. Turn the nitrous off. Oh, let's get towed. Well, he's going to jail. So there was a truck driver in there. And he said that there was a truck driver on the radio bragging about he called the cops on that's racing. So he's the one that called. So they rolled in randomly. Yeah, they rolled in. Yeah. So if you get a chance to watch the video and you watch it right through to the end, uh, what's really cool is, you know, I, I don't know how many of our listeners have been in trouble with the police, but they're not normally as cool as these police are no. <laughs> actually pretty casual about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he got old, we'll call him, we'll, we'll just keep calling him Bird Boys, but he, he kind of uh, caught him out, didn't he? Because he's, he's, asked, he's asked Bird Boys, did you win? And he said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight away, he's done for straight racing. <laughs> anyway, let's just hope that the fine, the impound fees and all of that was less than the... Um, Seven and a half grand that what, he won. Do you know he got his car out the next, the following day? Oh. Yeah, the car was out the following day. Did so, ha- they so, didn't have Rob Johnson as a police minister. No, no. <laughs> so those of you in WA that think our hoon laws is, are soft, and I, look, I'm not going to say they are or they're not. Over in the US, this guy's been caught with basically a pro pro stock. He looks a like top door slam. Yeah, basically. <laughs> An A-altered production nitrous car. <laughs> yeah. On the street. Um, we've no... I don't think it's got head... No, it might have headlights. I can't yeah, it had headlights. Yeah, it yeah. had 730 <laughs> cubic inches of nitrous-fed, all-American muscle. <laughs> Been caught on the street and he got his car out the day after. So, and he was... He spent, I think he spent 16 hours in jail and he was he was out the following day, obviously. So, there you go. Yeah, anyway, so... Uh, Nick, I, I, you know, you know I'm, I'm a bit of a topical guy, right? Yep. Eurovision. Yeah, Eurovision. <laughs> Eurovision. Why are we in Europe? Did Australia become part of Europe? 
No, I don't think so. But we, we when did we come in? It was a couple of years ago, by I reckon. So maybe a few years ago. It always seems to be people that. Uh, uh, win on these uh, game shows or whatever they yeah well we had guys yeah, you know what you're exactly right it was guys <laughs> Sebastian, Guy Sebastian that's then it Dami Im and then this year was the Isaiah and uh, you'll have to forgive me but shout I don't out to Dami <laughs> <laughs> anyway the world uh, motorsport bodies are going to get together have you heard then we're gonna they're gonna have a motorsport uh, version of the Eurovision song contest really yeah 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 so. Representing Formula One from Germany, we have Sebastian Vettel. Yep. <laughs> Not much to say there. No. From Finland, representing WA World Rally Championship, we have Tony Gardemeister. Let's have a listen to Tony here. Well, I hope he drives better than... Uh. I, I really... Uh, one of my favourites from MotoGP, and he's representing Italy. Let's, let's just listen in to Valentino Rossi here. Ho visto Maradona, ho visto Maradona, oh mamma, innamorato son. Is there anything that he can't do, Nick? No, no. You know, that was pretty good, I thought. I thought that was that was pretty good. Um, over in the US, they've, they've actually been allowed in as well. So representing NASCAR from the US, we have Matt Kenseth. You know what? If Bruce Springsteen ever retires, mm. Mm, Matt's in there with a chance. No, that was that was terrible, I reckon, for Matt. That was, he's... he's um, let, let, Matt, let your driving do the talking. <laughs> but I think I, my personal opinion is that Dami and, and uh, Azai, they're in a world of trouble because I think I think we have, representing V8 Supercars from Australia, I think Craig Lowndes has their measure. Let, let's just listen into Craig Lowndes here, belt out, Eye of the Tiger. And that's why he drives a Holden. <laughs> I, I cannot understand how he did not know the words of either Tiger. What is, is he? What, he's, he's my age, Craig Lowndes, and I, I was brought up on either Tiger. <laughs> he should have been. Seriously, Craig, either Tiger, learn it. <laughs> anyway, so let's get back to Rossi and MotoGP. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Yes, it was an interesting Spanish round. Yeah, it was actually. Three Spaniards. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should be proud, really. Yeah, you know. I mean, obviously, (laughs) I was barracking for Rossi. Yeah. The Yamahas really struggled with front-end grip. Yeah. Um, It seemed that they were struggling with grip everywhere. So, he... um, uh, To be honest, 
watching that race was so painful for me. <laughs> but but um, I, I think that uh, they both did a great job to just not fall off. Yeah. Let alone you know try and get any places. But I tell you what, the standout for the event, and I know last episode I was, you know, hang, hanging we, a bit of crap. We did, on him. yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. Even me too. I did as well. <laughs> it was uh, uh, the, the French uh, uh, rider um, Johannes Arco. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm. Uh, he got out there mm. and he rode like that was the last race that he was ever going to ride. Admittedly, he smoked the tyres. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was he was holding on for dear life towards the end of the race. But I think he just wanted to prove, uh, probably to Rossi, um, that, you know, hey, I, I got this. I can do this. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it was good to see him really, you know, ride. That That is what we call uh, riding at 11 tenths, maybe even 12 tenths. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was pretty amazing. And I'll tell you what. For those front runners, the usual guys, mm. you know, the uh, the, um, the the Rossies and the uh, uh, Marquezes and uh, the Lorenzos and the Pedrosas, you better watch this kid, yeah, because uh, he's got no fear. Mm. He, he hasn't fallen off enough times and broken enough bones, yeah. to sort of know when to slow down. Yeah. Um, I, I guess. You know, number one, I'd be fearful of him because he's there's a good chance he's going to kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> and secondly, if he doesn't kick your ass, he's probably going to, you know, take you out going around a corner or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a it was a good race. It was a, some good battles. Yeah, you know? there was. If you're not into MotoGP, I strongly suggest that you get on their YouTube channel, even if you're not, and just look at the highlights of this particular race. And I guarantee you, even if you're not into it, you will be after watching the highlights of this race. It was actually MotoGP put together quite an interesting video on this particular race. And it's only three minutes. It's not a huge chunk of your time. Get on, watch it, and you will be inspired to watch more. I'll give you the tip. You see Johan Zarco's rise and the amount of bikes he passed. Unfortunately, you see Valentino Rossi also going backwards at a great rate of knots as well. But Zarco's run was just incredible. He just sliced through. It was like he was playing checkers. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. so there's going to be they, they did some testing uh, a couple of teams trying a few different things the Hondas were trying a new exhaust system mm. and uh, the Yamahas were trying a new chassis yeah um, trying to get around this front end grip but you know we'll just have to wait and see what happens in the yeah. next round yeah uh, moving on to something that did put a smile on my face ProMod ProMod yeah <laughs> Yep. I'm happy, and then I'm sad. Yeah, the the I didn't I, I, I so, didn't think you'd be overly impressed with the news that broke this week. No. So so last episode we talked about how uh, both Nick and I felt that the NHRA had found really good parity between mm. the turbo cars, the nitrous cars, and the uh, blown cars, right? And uh, at at the last round, the, the uh, uh, Mike. Uh, Castellana, yeah, I think Castellan, that's him. Yeah, Castellana. Castellana. Yep. Um, he uh, won his second second title in as many weeks. Yep. And he was racing our favourite racer, mm. Steve Jackson, 
uh, in his first NHRA final. And it was a whole shot win, which was um, incredible. When you hear Steve like pay out on people <laughs> for treeing, you know, because he normally trees them. So yeah. uh, it was an awesome race. They were, they were, you know, door handle to door handle. And that's what Pro Mod is all about. Crazy cars doing ridiculous ETs. Um, you know, using a half a mile to go down a quarter mile track. Yeah. Uh, but because the blower cars have been dominating so much, other than the win by Troy Coughlin, uh, Coughlin yeah, with the turbo car, they've now decided to take some overdrive off the blower cars, mm. which I think sucks. It does, yep. Um, especially now as the air is going to get worse yeah. as the season progresses. Yeah, well, they're heading into summer over there. Yeah. You know? So they were they did uh, they were up to twenty percent overdrive. They've dropped it down to sixteen now, I believe. Yeah, sixteen percent. Yeah. So um, you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. But uh, I, I just I don't think it's fair. They finally get the blower cars, you know, with some parity, uh, and they do this to them. But I, hey. my personal opinion, they've gone too early on this one. We're only four races into this season. I know it's only a twelve round season. But they've gone way too early. It, we're only four rounds in. Wait till at least six or eight, and then use data that's especially over the July and August period. Uh, maybe just prior to the nationals, if the U.S. nationals that is, if you wanted to make a change, then then do it there. But they've gone way too early. Yeah, way I agree. Early. And you know, you've got the weather conditions, and then you've got the altitude tracks as yeah. well. You know, because like I said before, I think that the. Uh, nitrous cars are really going to be mm. standouts at the altitude tracks. Yeah, uh, that's you know tracks that are located in mountainous territory. I guess um, <laughs> Colorado places yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, Where's the other one they go to? Mile, Mile high. high yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the Mopar National. Yeah, uh, and the turbo cars, you know, they, they're going to do well as it gets hotter. But anyway, it is what it is. We just have to wait and see. Um, hopefully the blower guys will be able to uh, you know make some changes but I can't see it your 4% is huge I mean you think about it that's like uh, you know that's they're only running 20% overdrive yeah, yeah, and you, yeah. you know you're taking 4% away from it sorry I've just looked at my notes 16 and a half so 3.5% oh 3.5% yeah, yeah, yeah. close enough yeah uh, anyway I guess um we just have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Stevie, Stevie Fast got that nitrous car sitting there. Could always yeah, switch yeah. combinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. But great to see him in a final nonetheless. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, no doubt his, his maiden win in NHRA will only be, I'm hoping, only weeks away. Only weeks away. Oh, maybe not now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, have you heard what's going on with the Brute Utes? No, no. Well, they're they're looking at a Nissan and Hilux uh, variation. I have it on very dodgy authority mm -hmm. <laughs> that uh, they're going to full tube chassis. Yeah, basically like a V eight supercar, mm -hmm. and they'll be draped in various manufacturers' yeah uh, fiberglass bodies. Yeah, okay. That's 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 the rumor. Uh, how true it is, I don't know. Um, I think that all this motor racing, Nick, is like this circuit-type stuff, the mm. V8 supercars, Brute Utes, etc. They're all slowly losing their uh, shine. Yep. And uh, this is something that, 
you know, it really became clear to me when I was in the US. Uh, Kenny Duttweiler, for those of you that don't know who Kenny Duttweiler is, he is the turbo god. If you're into turbos, he, you should follow his career because he was driving around in a, a Buick V6 like our old Commodore engine powered streetcar that ran sevens back in the 80s when yeah. we were in high school, primary school. Anyway, nonetheless, Kenny said to me, um, I'd love to get over to Australia uh, to watch Bathurst one year. And um, I said, well, you know, that, I was pretty amazed by that because, you know, I'm, I'm there talking to a guy that I look up to. Yeah. And he's talking about our racing. And uh, he goes, what I love about it is the fact that these are, you know, just modified streetcars. And I said, well, well, Ken, <laughs> they used to be back in the Group C days. Group C, yeah. You know, that's basically what they were. They took a production car, they put a bit of a dodgy roll cage in it. They still ran the factory interior in them. You know, yeah, that's right. Yep, sheepskins and all. And he thought that the V8s now were still like that. When I explained to him that they're basically, you know, full tubers now. Mm. Uh, when I say full tubers, I mean that it's a fabricated chassis. None of the suspension resembles the factory components anymore. They run a transaxle now. They don't even yeah have transaxle now. Yeah, all transaxle. Uh, you know, it's all uh, custom built suspension components, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He was devastated because he doesn't like NASCAR because that's what NASCAR's become. Yeah. Right? And I think that that's where we're kind of losing it. Yeah. And the problem is that the teams have got so much money tied up, not just in the cars, the technology, the outfits, but in the franchises themselves. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know what they're worth nowadays, but I know a few years ago when I was looking into it, to buy just the rights was about $5 million. Yeah. And it's probably a lot more nowadays. Um, that they don't care if the public likes it or not. Mm. <laughs> and th this is going to become a problem because if the crowd numbers start to diminish and they keep on having to bring in sideshow acts to bump the numbers up, I mean, apparently Wanneroo numbers were way down. They've been down. They've been on the decrease since 06. Yeah, see, that's... Yeah, yeah. That's the the uh, Saturday crowd was significantly lower. Now, I don't have figures here in front of me, but trust me, I've been going... Every, I've missed one year. That was the year that didn't come here, 2010. I've been going to that joint since 1992, and uh, I've missed one year. That was 2010, the year that didn't come. And I can tell you that the crowd was pretty poor on the Saturday. The Sunday crowd was pretty good, but the Saturday crowd was, was not good at all. So, I, you know... I guess I think that they probably need to look at changing it and making it more progressive, more modern. Yeah. Um, we've got a really good series with the production car racing. Maybe it's time to give the V8s a miss and go back to something like that. I mean, we had something with Group A. Yeah. I really don't understand why we went away from it. You know, we, we had international teams coming here and it was... We pulled the trigger on Group A way too quick. And we pulled the trigger on Group C even quick, faster. Group C only got a really, let's be honest, probably uh, a four or five year window, maybe from seven. The true Group C uh, ran from 78 maybe or 79 only up until 84. So what was like the 70... To that was more of an appendix J. It's been modif modified. But the Group C, there were two types of Group C, but the Group C as we knew it 
was really only ran from sort of 77 or 76 onwards. Oh, so this is when they allowed you could use the cylinder heads and so on. Yeah. Yeah, but then I thought that when they went to the XD, they weren't allowed to run the 2V head. Uh, the, sorry, the 4V head. They had to run the 2V head. I think the rules... Honestly, Nick, I think what was going on with Group C at the time yeah. was that they were kind of trying to keep parity, much mm. the same way that NASCAR does. Yeah. And they were changing the rules... Yeah, as, as yeah. they went. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I remember there was a lot of controversy with the rotaries about, you know, bridge porting and yeah. you know stuff like that, and whether that was allowed and peripheral porting and you know. But, but as a kid, that's what drew my attention to to Australian Touring Car Championship was Group C. They look cool. No, they were awesome. The, the cars looked cool. They, yeah. you know, they were just like the car that your mum and dad drove. Yeah except they had these ridiculous wheels on them yeah. hanging out of the guards with these big flares. The the things now look too much like the road cars. They don't look like they've been modified that much. No, They've got no. a splitter and a wing on the back. Yeah. You know? But, but here's a reality check, people. These cars, the V8 supercars of today, there is nothing, absolutely nothing factory about those cars. No. The body no. panels are all carbon fibre and they're replicas of their road-going cousins. Yep. I think maybe the tail light covers and the headlight covers are about, and the grill maybe are about the only road going yeah. crossover. And, yep. and sadly, I hang my hat on the fact that when a Ford wins, I tell everyone the Falcons are best because the Falcon won. But really, deep down inside, I know, and eh, no Falcon. But it's not. It's not just the bodies, the mm. engines. Yeah, they have these strict guidelines that they have to. Uh, like the engine has to make peak torque at a certain mm. uh, RPM range. They've basically gotten the, you know, engineers, let's call them, yep. um, and tied their hands behind their back mm. because the rules govern so much of it. And that's dumb. Yeah. You know, like, I want to see rivalry. Yeah. I, if, if the Holden beats the Ford mm. because it's a better car, right, then I want to see the Ford guys get up and beat them yeah. like make their car better yep. I don't want to see a, a fleet of cars that the only thing that distinguishes them is, is a piece of plastic that it's wrapped over the chassis no, I mean right. that, that's like watching um, funny cars basically yeah. you know yeah and no, not that I don't I like watching funny cars but you know obviously there's you know a few thousand more horsepower in a funny car than yeah yeah no that's right <laughs> Yeah, no, it's um, interesting times ahead for the V8 supercars. Look, as long as they come to WA, I'll, I'll always go and I'll always be a fan. But they have to be careful because people are leaving. People are leaving the sport. They're, they're not following it as much as what they used to. I know my friends, people that I know, don't follow it as much as what they used to. It's just not that they don't see... Kids don't get into it. Anyway, there's some of the things to think about anyway with the future of our sport. And the uh, the Hot Rod and Street Machine Spectacular, is that that's coming up soon, yeah? That's coming up in June. That's June, the Saturday the 17th and Sunday the 18th of June. Get along, Claremont Showgrounds. That is one of my favourite car shows of the year as well. It's, it's really good. We get a mixture of hot rods, street machines, even a lot of drag guys take their cars down there as well. It's a really good show. Hey, Nick, I, I don't know if you, uh, if you know or not, but there's a... 
Uh, someone started up a GoFundMe page for Fernando. Yeah, I've just seen that. That's uh, great. So, um, friends of Fernando, and even people that don't know Fernando, get on to our Facebook. There's a link there. Or go to GoFundMe.com and um, get behind Fernando. He's um, he's a battler, Fernando, um, and he's struggling a little bit. Um, we're thinking of you, Fernando, um, and all the listeners out there. Get onto the GoFundMe.com or onto his Facebook page, and you'll see the link there. We'll post a link as well, actually, on the Talk and Power page. That might make it easier, actually. We'll yeah. do that. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you've got any comments, drop us an email or comment on our Facebook page or Instagram, whatever suits, whatever floats your boat. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care. Stay safe out there. See you later. See ya. Talking power, stresses, all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.